0: Thanks for tuning in to Beyond the Bench. This is a podcast for athletic directors, coaches, and leaders, and it's done by three athletic directors from Iowa. I'm Todd Gordon from Greene County in Jefferson, and I'll be joined by Scott Jarvis from Ankeny Centennial and Aaron Stecker from Cedar Rapids Kennedy. If you have any questions or comments you'd like to leave us, we'd love to hear from you. You can email us at beyondthebenchgls at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and let's get to today's podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Beyond the Bench. And you are listening live to Season 2, Episode 8. We are uh, happy to have you with us. And uh, wherever you're listening to, whether you're doing a workout in your car, sitting in your office, or sitting at home, we are glad you join us. And uh, we appreciate that a whole bunch. Scott, I believe hey, you have something I, to say.
1: I am super excited, too read our Hometown Ticketing um, for today. Are you an AD interested in saving time or making your job a little less stressful? Are you looking for ways to improve the fan experience at your games? Well, we suggest you take a good look into Hometown Ticketing. Hometown Ticketing provides schools with every needed to offer professional level online ticketing at absolutely no cost to your school or athletic program. Hometown Tickets integrates industry leading technology directly into your existing school or athletic website this provides your fans with a simple and easy ticket buying experience that takes place directly on your website without the need to create an account remember a password or download an app and as ad's we love that because then we don't have parents and grandparents and fans <laughs> us all the time about how do we get on their uh, account so from individual game tickets to customized season pass programs Our friends at Hometown Ticketing can customize an entire ticketing platform for your program. And the best part is it doesn't cost your school or athletic program anything to get started. So thank you for Hometown Ticketing, and we are excited to have Nate um, from Hometown Ticketing with us this evening.
0: Yeah, welcome, Nate. Yeah, hey guys! No,
2: th- I'm I'm really excited to be on here. Thanks for having us, and uh, really excited about our partnership with uh, Beyond the Bench. And t- uh, Scott, if uh, the AD thing doesn't uh, go over too well, that that sounded great, man. You're hey, hey, here at home, hey, you, <laughs>
1: hey, don't uh, don't tempt me there, Nate.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
1: after oh, this, after this last week, I might take you up on your offer. You, <laughs> you might have a new employee on
2: Monday. <laughs> hey, we're hiring.
0: <laughs> uh, what time do you want us there? Anyway, yeah, in the what, morning? What time <laughs> do we check in? What time is orientated? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. uh, we uh, we're, we're glad to have Nate with us, and we've got Aaron over in Cedar Rapids as well. So uh, the gang's all here, and uh, we're going to dive right in. And, and the first thing we want to do, Nate, is just get to know you a little bit. We always like to know our guests. So if you could just maybe take a moment, just kind of tell us the journey of Nate Nail and how you got to where you're at today, if you could, please.
2: Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, thanks. Uh, thanks, Dad. I do a quick, uh quick run through here. Um, you know, born in a small town in Pennsylvania, uh, moved to Ohio when I was in first grade. Uh, my father was a, a blue collar worker along with most of my, most of my family. Um, so, you know, always, a, always a, a good, strong work ethic and backbone, a moral, moral compass was instilled, uh, you know, at a young age, especially through my father. And I've um, always loved playing sports, uh, multi-sport athlete growing up in school. Um, you know, I always had some sort of a ball and some some type of, it seemed like. Uh, at 19, I started working for a company that, that specialized doing um, outdoor marketing and communication. And uh, it was just me and the two owners whenever I started. Um, they, uh, they wanted to grow the company. They saw something in me at a young age. And so I helped grow that organization to a national powerhouse, um, until, uh, I decided, uh, that I needed to, uh, stop looking for someone else's dreams and, uh, and, uh, start trying to, uh. To make my dreams come true. Um, so fast forward to today, um, I'm doing just that. I'm incredibly proud to be part of something so special here at Hometown Ticketing. Uh, you know, Hometown is uh, leading the charge in providing professional level online ticketing solutions for schools all over the country. And um, it's it, we have a lot of fun in what we do. We work really hard um, and uh, we're doing doing some great things in the space uh you know without doubt we, we have the best product and service in the industry but really the most rewarding part of what we do is working towards our mission every day here with the team and um i'm blessed to be with so many talented and passionate people um, take a lot of pride in what they do and uh, really care about the schools that they serve and so so yeah uh, that's 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 a quick run through of uh of uh, of, uh what brought us to today, I guess.
0: You bet. Sounds good. And, uh, you know, we'll talk in a little bit with Nate about you know, some leadership things. And I, I think there's obviously correlation between I mean, you are managing employees, you're working with people. So we'll, we're going to talk a lot about leadership and, um, you know, some of that process of growing uh, the business, growing our programs, how that kind of correlates with each other. Uh, but first off, we're going to go through our we skipped it the last couple weeks. Uh, But we're going to do a little what's up, what's down. So, uh, Nate, uh, didn't maybe warn you about this, but you've maybe heard it on a a few podcasts. I have. You ready to play (laughs) along with (laughs) us on this? (laughs) Let's go, (laughs) (laughs) So, we're going to start with a little, we're going to go through up, and we'll go through the line. And uh, our order, we're going to put Nate in that three spot. That's where the heavy hitter hits. Oh, goodness, uh, yeah. So my lack for of some speed, Arb- though, get
3: ready for some I love, Arb- I I love Todd, it. Todd, Todd, let's, <laughs> yeah. let's be honest about why you're hitting leadoff here. And why, I, am <laughs> why we're going up first.
0: Yes. Well, okay, then you got me right there. <laughs> All right. So my up, um, Kansas City Chiefs fan, so last Sunday was, was really you know. pretty cool. And, uh, you know, Kansas City Chiefs, Super Bowl champions. Um it was just—it was fun. We were watching with a with a bunch of people. We watched it with a couple actually from Kansas City, who they've been Chiefs fans longer than I have been, and and uh, so it was a lot of fun. Everybody lost faith. Uh, you just knew they could score, and boy, when they got going that last eight or nine minutes, it was, it was crazy. Uh, it was crazy and unbelievable. So the Chiefs are up for me, and uh, that was a lot of fun. So Scott, what's up with you?
1: Well, I got, I got, a, I got a two
0: here. So I, I apologize. Well, now you're starting to sound like Aaron I know. I'm stealing
1: Aaron's now. I'm, I'm taking two at bats. I'm sorry. I can't. But I got, I got two this week. So my, my first one is, and all ADs know this, um, but uh, just a huge shout out to my wife, uh, Jane. Um, she, you know, I, we, I don't probably, uh, give her enough props but uh she is always the one you know driving our kids to tournaments all over the state of iowa taking care of my kids um and uh she's she's just awesome and i i appreciate everything she does um for our house and i know she makes a lot of sacrifices uh to be an athletic director's wife Uh i remember when we we were together and we first were getting together and you know, we were getting to the point where I was like, okay, this could probably be something serious. I remember saying, Hey, I just want you to know that this is not going to be easy to be an AD wife. And I'm going to be gone a lot. And she accepted the challenge of not only being, uh, being an AD, but also just being me. <laughs> so uh, so <laughs> big shout out to my wife and just everything she does to, to have, I got three great kids and she is a big part of why they're awesome. And she, she gets all the credit for the genetics and helping them, and just being a great mom. So that's my first one, and my second one, is volleyball. The volleyball tournament won the championship today, and qualified for seventh grade state tournament coming up here. So,
0: it was right. an exciting, nice. exciting day
1: for my daughter Alexandra, and uh, they were. It was fun to just see the the kids and the coaches' excitement um it's just a, a really fun day and it's I mean as an AD, you always love those opportunities when you see kids succeed and and have some success and they battled back all day they were down a lot of the matches and came back and won so um just never lost sight of the um you know, their goal and kept working hard and fought through some adversity and uh won the championship today so just really proud of her and and uh her winning that championship today for state so proud what dad is-
0: moment their past sounds a lot like the world champion Kansas City Chiefs in the playoffs. <laughs> that's true. You're right. <laughs> it was. All right. And, yes, Scott, we know you outkicked your coverage just like we did, and now Aaron yes, and I are in trouble you know. because you've mentioned your wife and we didn't. So, thank you for hey,
3: that. No worries. Hey, anytime. <laughs> I do have a talk last tonight, so I, I can still recover. But, Todd, you're – Yeah, you <laughs> can. Yeah. Hey, that's okay. Just The Chiefs – right.
0: Or my wife. What's the one that you want to talk about? <laughs> about yeah, I know which one now. Yeah. All right, Nate, what do you got? What's up with you?
2: Uh, well, um, you know, we've uh, we've got a lot of exciting things going on, guys. Um, I guess at the top of mind would just be overall company growth and momentum so far in 2020. Um, you know, this past month alone in January, uh, we onboarded 148 new schools across the country, and so that wow. we've got to, we've got a lot of exciting things going on, and and um, you know you can really feel that energy uh, throughout the entire organization. And so that would have to be my up.
0: That's great, congrats. It's tough.
2: Yeah, thanks, guys.
0: Okay, Aaron. All
3: right, where are you Come going? With? <laughs> oh, well, wait. I've got three things. <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. I don't agree. (laughs) Uh, uh, I I was going to mention that. I was going to mention my family. I had that written down as a possibility because, it's man, this is that time of year where um, it's Monday, Tuesday. You throw in regional wrestling this week, so this week's Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Um, Mm -hmm. So I I, I, shout-out to all of our families and our wives and and kids for putting up with that schedule we've got this time of year. But um, I'm going to jump into (sighs) – Without it being, it's been an interesting couple of weeks at Kennedy High School. Um, stressful on our students, stressful on our kids, um, our staff, our administration, um, and so I, I, I was, I was struggling to find well, what's been my up? It's been a tough two weeks. Um, but, um, was asked by our head boys basketball coach on Friday night we had our junior Cougar boys basketball group join us for a basketball game against West on. On Friday night, and they do a big pizza pizza party down the cafeteria. And, and head coach Coach McCowan, asked me to come down and just visit uh, with that group, but specifically maybe talk with the parents about that parenting role in athletics and such. And I just I went down there and was watching the energy and watched these these youngsters, these third through eighth graders, and their parents, and and some a lot of familiar faces, people who are on their second round of kids going through the programs and and such. But uh, anyway, my up is just I. I having a reminder on Friday night, it's not all bad. There's a lot of good things going on Mm -hmm. in sports and there's a lot of good reasons to continue pushing forward, even on those weeks that are grind. So I enjoyed the opportunity to go down and just share about our vision, our mission, and and how they can partner with us as parents uh, to, to make that happen for their kids.
0: Yep. Good. That's good. That's a good of coach McCallum too. I mean, that's a great idea to have you come speak to the, lower level parents. I think that's a great idea.
3: Yeah. And I appreciated the time to, and like I said, just needed an up at the end of the week and that was it. That's uh-huh.
0: awesome. That's good. Okay. Now to what's down. Um, and for me, um, I, I just, I put negativity and really it's, it's mine. Um, it, it just seems like, I want things to change so quickly at, at this, you know, the new job and we're trying to get some new things in. I just, you want everyone to buy in right away. And when you don't get that, you kind of go through uh, negativity of, oh, geez, I don't know if we can get it done. I don't know if, you know, if this is the right way to do it. And so I kind of fought that battle this last week a little bit, a couple of times of, that and then i talked myself out of it real quick and i just said no you know um we're gonna stay the course and we're gonna we're gonna keep doing this because i believe it's the right thing to do and some things that we're trying um so that negativity is down for me but i think the great thing is i i think you start to recognize it a little bit more and maybe get yourself out of it a little quicker so um i don't like negativity um so I'm down on it, but then we're gonna keep grinding and we'll keep doing what we want to do. So uh, that's my down.
1: Yep. Well my my down this week is uh and, and I and I'm I'm gonna share this with everybody from the community of Newton, but um our former head football coach John Jenkins, who is I saw that uh, just a, a legend in the Newton community and um, just uh, was a great uh, leader in Newton, and I was fortunate enough to have the opportunity to to honor Coach Jenkins and they named uh, the locker room after him my first year here at uh, at Newton High School and have just gotten to know his family, his wife Joe, um, his sons uh, Jason, Jake, and James really well um, over the last eight years and uh, just talk about a guy who had a tremendous impact on so many young men that played at Newton High School, um, you know, when we had his, uh, when we named the locker room after him, um, we had, you know, hundreds of football players that he had coached in the past come back. And I just saw the admiration and respect uh, all of his players and even the coaches that had coached for him in the past had for him. Um, and it was just, it's, uh, I know he just, he's left a great legacy here at Newton. Um, and, and it's always amazing to see great leaders leave that legacy in a community. Um, and Coach Jenkins definitely left that legacy here at, at Newton High School. And, and it's seen each and every day with, you know, young men he's coached um, in Newton. Um, and it's, um, it's sad. Um, but he, one of his big mantras was always character, first, to last, and always. And I know that uh, they put it on their football helmets. It's, it's something that they put in the locker room. Um, and I know that's going to be something that will stick with the Newton football program, um, you know, forever. And uh, he started that. And um, so just uh, my condolences go out to um, his family and um, just know that we're thinking about them and um, just a, an amazing family. And, and I know John will be missed very much by a lot of people, but he struggled with um, dementia and um, and just fought that battle for the last 12 years. So Um, he's in a better place now so praying for
0: him and his family yeah for sure for sure that's that's great Nate what about you anything down with you uh well um sorry sorry to hear about that Scott yeah no worries Always, always tough
2: man um well guys I mean honestly uh being an entrepreneur you uh it's, uh, it's critical to be overwhelmingly positive, <laughs> even, uh, <laughs> <laughs> even through the uh, the toughest of situations. You know, it's just so important. So, um, But, you know, if I were to try to find a down, um, I, I guess it would have to be, uh, uh, mentioned it a little bit earlier, um, here in Ohio, we're getting a little bit of snow, um, and so uh, I'm not so much of the uh, snow guy myself, and so I, I guess the turning of the weather would be a down, but... You know, I'll I'll always be a glass half full type of guy. I'm going to be headed to Florida for a couple of days, get some sand in between my toes here this next week. So, um, so, uh, but yeah, I'd say my down would be in winter season. but uh, We are excited for March Madness.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there you go. (laughs) Love it. Aaron Stecker, what about you?
3: Oh, what to pick from? No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs)
0: Like
3: I said, it's been, uh, you know, you talk about that negativity, Todd, a little bit. It just – it's um, – and we all go through it, um, whether I, – I know, Nate, you guys just you, – you just got a bad couple weeks in a row and there's some bad mojo or schools get in funks, a couple bad events, top, you know, stack on top of one another that just creates strain and weight um, yep. in, in your organization. And I, I get – we're just – we're under an awful lot of weight uh, right now. Um, I at Kennedy with some things. Um, just some – um, not really things that are happening at the school, but have happened within our community or on school grounds that have just created mm-hmm. some uh, very stressful relationships. Um, mm-hmm. And so it, it's, it's, it's hard because it just weighs on folks and, and, and tempers are, 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 flared. And, and we're already, as, as we, we've talked about before, man, this uh, our, our tolerance is low. Um, and I'm suffering from that as much as anybody else is. So, hoping for a better week this week. Hoping for time and distance and and reflection and thought. And folks, starting off this Monday, better off than we started off last Monday. Um, and, and having yeah. a better week.
0: Yeah. Yeah. That's a Definitely. Yeah. Um, Definitely. Good luck with that. Well, we're going to jump into some questions now with Nate and. Uh, you're talking a little bit about leadership and things, how a business maybe crosses over, and uh, so Nate, you maybe told us a little bit, but what was the vision for hometown ticketing, and how did you get started with it?
2: Yeah, no, that's a good, uh, great question, Todd. So, um, we like to say we're a technology company that just you know happens to focus on ticketing. Uh, we put our technology in house um, about five years ago or so. Uh, we launched a ticketing company that specialized in tickets for all sorts of stuff, concerts, theater productions, music festivals, um, you know, all, all kinds of events throughout the uh, U.S. and Canada. And it was about uh, three years ago or so, I was invited to a high school game, and, uh, and, and it was probably my first high school game um, I attended since I was actually in high school. Um, and, uh, so as you can imagine, many, many things have changed. <laughs> the school had you know, professional, professional looking banners and signage, fancy scoreboards with video screens. I mean, I felt like it, it, when I was in there, it felt like I was it, a totally different experience than when I was in high school. Right. Um, I was impressed with everything. Well, om- almost everything anyways, I, I actually didn't bring cash on me for that game. Uh, like most people don't. And uh, I wasn't able to get into the game at first because I, they didn't accept credit cards at the box office or the gate. Uh, so I had to uh. drive to the ATM, uh, find a gas station, uh, pay a $2.95 fee get to get money out, uh, drive back to the game, and I missed uh, missed the first quarter. And, uh, and uh, then I was just surprised to discover that schools were still operating ticket sales with cash-only functionality. Um, it just – it was very surprising to me um, that the market hadn't adopted online ticketing yet. And so um, that's when I knew that we needed to uh, get into the high school space. They needed our help. And uh, I had a friend of the company that uh, set up a meeting with local powerhouse school in Ohio. It's called Pickerington Central is the name of the school. And, um, and I was halfway through the, uh, the demo on site with the principal, the data director and AD. And uh, halfway through the demo, they, got me and they said, Nate, this, this, this is great. How do I sign up? And I, I look over at my co-founder and I look, I look back and I'm like, what, do you want to see the rest of it? They're like, well, I mean, let's going. I'm like, uh, that, that's when we knew we were, we were on to something
3: big. So, Nate, next question we've got for you here. You, you mentioned you guys have onboarded uh, 148 schools here just in the, in the past month, the last few weeks or so. So you get to have a lot of interactions with ADs, uh, educational leaders around the country. Um, what are some of the characteristics or leadership styles that maybe stand out to you as you're going from school to school? Um, maybe that, that you recognize as, as those traits of successful ADs, successful educational leaders and and organizational leaders that really um, you gravitate to as you meet these people around the country.
2: Hmm. That's, uh, that's a great question, Aaron. Um, so so, yeah, I mean, every, everyone has, uh, has their own leadership style, um, I've found out. And I think that's true through um, uh, athletic directors as well as you know, business in general, right?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, and so, uh, so, yeah, in my opinion, there's a few common threads of, of any successful leader. Um, and that include, you know, passion, honesty, and empathy. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then, you you obviously, you really need to care about your cause uh, and your mission. Yeah. And um, one thing that I've, I've noticed that most or many successful ADs um, that I see is just the, their ability to juggle so many things. Mm-hmm. I mean, the number of hats that an AD needs to wear throughout a normal week is just astonishing. And so, yeah. so my, my hat goes off to every, every, every AD out there. Um, you know, we, we know, we realize how difficult your job is. And so, you know, we're, we're working hard to try to make a job a little less stressful, but, uh, but yeah, juggling a lot of things where being, uh, being a, a man of, or a woman of many hats is definitely, um, a, a trait of, of many successful ADs as
0: I've seen. Mm. Yeah. I wish they all fit better.
1: Yeah, right?
0: <laughs> My hats don't always fit well yeah we're in many ways right that's right right. we do hey
1: hey nate this is scott again here what what leadership keys have you learned by working with your staff and what things have you learned over the years that have been key to your success as a leader within your organization
2: yeah yeah thanks Scott. Uh, i mean i'm i'm incredibly blessed and fortunate to uh to, for, for the team that we have, I mean, we're, we're really lucky. We've attracted uh, the best of the best throughout the industry and just kind of pulled the cream of the crop from various organizations over the past several years, and I continue to learn from each and every one of them every day. Um, my style's transitioned over the years. Uh, mm-hmm. Like I mentioned, we, we developed our platform in-house, and so the first several years, we weren't really focused on – market share or growing real quickly, uh, we were a very product centric culture and Mm -hmm. uh, our company was really focused on just building the best technology, building the best ticketing platform in the industry. Um, And the team was really small Mm -hmm. and um, it was pretty easy to uh, properly articulate a vision or a message to a small team of four or five people. Sure, um, You know, one thing as we've now experienced a lot of growth, uh, you know, just communication is increasingly important as as the company grows. And it's critical whenever you have a 20 23 person team over multiple offices across the country. And so I've learned that uh, that when you have a team of all stars, you uh, just need to make sure that you have the right players on the field. And uh, everyone deserves to get a shot. And uh, communication is key. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. What did you go out? And uh, obviously, I think, Nate, you we've in the short time we've known you. We appreciate your passion. We we can tell you're passionate about hometown ticketing and trying to help ADs. That's very evident. Mm-hmm. So the people that you have attracted, you said you've attracted the best of the best. Are they people that you knew? Did you uh, recruit them? Because I mean, for ADs, for us to hire people is so important. And we got to get the right people on the bus and we got to get right people that kind of share our passion and then just kind of give them support and let them go. So did you recruit those people or did people see hometown ticketing and say, I want to be a part of that or just a little bit of both? Yeah,
2: yeah, that's a that's a great question, Todd. It's a little bit of both and it's varied. Um, As the seasons in the organization have continued to change, Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, initially uh, we were, we were small, we bootstrapped everything um, at first, (laughs) so we didn't go out and go get a lot of money. You know, we, we did, we vested all, um, you know, all of our time, energy and efforts, um, the founding team to get this thing going. And so we had a lot of people that were interested when we were first getting started. But we really didn't. The people that we really wanted to bring on, we didn't really have the money to, to afford them, right? And so yeah. um, that that was that that, that sucked. Uh, but but <laughs> as, as we continued, that made that made it rather rather difficult, you know. We you know you, I want to work for you. Well, great. Uh, oh you want paid (laughs) 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 not so interesting anymore it's not not a great offer (laughs) but uh you know we're fortunate as we continue to just have steady growth um and uh and been able to continue to grow the organization um now we're at a point that uh We've only, out of our entire team across the country, we've only had to place one. Ad. We've got ads out now because we are hiring more, more people. But um, with our current staff, there's only one person that we've put out an ad to get that position filled, and we didn't even use it because a recruiter saw the ad and found us the perfect person. Another um, addition to our um, to our engineering team, uh, hmm. a really software engineer so we're really we're really blessed because um, the team has really just grown organically and we've um, through people that know people and see what we're doing and want to be a part of it um, I was in a discussion just a couple weeks ago with one of our advisors and um, and I just described it as, as magnetic um, it's it's just been a, a, a very Magnetic experience um, attracting uh, the talent that we have.
0: Mm-hmm. That's great. Congratulations. That's and I the staff that we've interacted with and I've interacted with been great too. So I think you're doing a great job. So with that, um, you know, take us through maybe your process of evaluating hometown ticketing and improving it. So because we are always in the process as ads of e- evaluating our programs and looking for ways to improve them what are some things that you look at um that may be a crossover for ad's when you look at improving hometown ticketing
2: yeah yeah i think there's a lot of crossover um we are very different because because we we are a technology company first and we build everything in house we never have
0: Uh Uh-oh. He must be going in and out a little bit.
3: So touchy tonight.
0: It is. It's sensitive. (laughs) Do you guys hear me okay? Yes. Yep. Yep. All right. Okay. So I will edit out that again. I've got it. So I'll say the question again. Or do you remember the question? I do, yeah. Okay, just start with your answer, and I'll I'll find it and edit that. Okay, perfect.
2: Yeah, yeah, Todd, I think that's a, a great great question, and, and there's a lot of crossover. I think um, it's it, it's important for uh you know for us to always have a pulse on the needs of the school and continue to develop new tools and technology. Um, at the end of the day, we want to build tools that provide you know maximum value to everyone that it touches. And so getting constant feedback is, is critical for continued success. And then then once you get that feedback, what are you going to do with it, right? And so we have um, weekly state of technology review meetings with our dev team. Uh, and we've been doing this since inception. And we still continue to do this to this day. So each and every week, our team gets together together. Uh, we discuss any bugs, if any, that were reported. What can we do to provide more value? How can we how can we create new features that will will make the lives of an ad or a uh, school administrator easier? So I think it's constant retooling and uh, just constantly trying to get better each and every day. Um, and uh, I think that's important. And that's that's a that's a crossover between um, definitely between an an athletic program um, or a tech company. I mean, each and every day trying to get better. And and, then what, once you get that feedback, what are you going to do each and every week to, uh, to, to improve it? Mm
0: -hmm. I think, uh, you know, Scott and Aaron, I don't know what you think about this too, before we go on to the next question, but I think sometimes ADs and coaches, we are not good at, at taking feedback. Mm
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I mean we say we want to take feedback but then we we still want to do it our way. And because if we have to do if we've got to go do something different that means we've got to redo something and we got yeah. to come but but really I mean we're in the business of customer service too to yeah. some extent.
3: Mm.
0: And you know I think we've got to be better as ADs at at generating feedback and then like Nate said doing something with it, yeah. retooling, working to get better. I mean, that's, that stuck out to me. And I just don't think we're good at taking feedback.
1: You know what, Todd, I, I agree it, I, with you. I, I think one of the, one of the things that I've done over the last couple of years is that student um, assessment feedback at the end of the year. And I mm-hmm. know it's not always stuff that we want to hear or it's maybe not things that we're excited about dealing with, but it is definitely the perception of our student athletes and, whether or not it's uh, an issue, it's an issue to them. So we need to address it and we need to try to fix it so that our culture doesn't go, you know, down the tubes because we're not addressing some perception that our kids have, whether it's, whether it's real or not real, we still need to address that. and We still need to be able to to accept that feedback and then use it to get better.
0: Uh-huh.
2: And and that's, that's a great, uh, great point. Um, Scott, whether it's real or not, or not real, um, mm-hmm. so we, I've been, I've personally been on conversations that the feedback that I'm receiving or the issues that they thought there, there, there might have been form or what have you. Sure. Um, and I'm, it, it, it could be user error or they just don't right. quite, you know, and, but, but it's my job to listen. They still right. need to be heard. And yep. I, th- there might be a little nugget out of it. And guess what? If this person is experiencing this issue, even though I can't see how that would happen. Well, maybe there's others, yep. and every, 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 um, all feedback should be listened to at least, right? Yeah.
3: Yep. I I think that's a great point. I was gonna um, I think what gets difficult in in the feedback part of of our jobs as as, as ads, especially at the high school level, is, um, I'll just say it this that sometimes that lens it's coming through can be so skewed yep there's no doubt that you that yes you need to listen to it and yes you need to to be willing to sit down and, and, and hear it and then try to figure out what you're going to do with it but but I, it it's such a i find it a hard balance yeah um, because I don't want to be well, I don't want to be saying I'm selective on the feedback. Oh, you you agree with it, so your feedback's great. Right. You you don't agree with this, so your lens is too skewed, and I can't listen to what you're sharing. It's finding the right balance between what's reasonable feedback that truly is going to make our our experience for our kids and coaches and parents better, versus not knee jerk reacting to something that's so yeah. far out there that uh-huh. you're tweaking your system for for no reason yeah
1: I, and and Aaron, i think that's all i mean i think there's a difference between people coming in and just complaining like for instance like nobody would do this but somebody come in and just say you know coach so-and-so's terrible you need to get a new coach or something that's just completely you know i mean scott I mean, let's get
0: a realistic example yeah here, I, know, I know i mean I'm, geez, never never I'm, going,
1: never I'm jumping i'm jumping off a 500 a foot cliff here i know i know this would never happen but I think then it's, no. then it's our job, too. You know, like you said, here and it's like <laughs> our job to decide, you know, what's real. Again, that gets that we talked about Nate said is what's real and what's not real. Like some parents going to come in and you're talking about their lens being skewed. I mean, then you you know, you know whether that's skewed or not. You know if that's something that you need to deal with. Um, but you're right. There's some people come in and they just say some outlandish, crazy stuff. And, and you got to know that sometimes – and, and I'm not good at this either. So I'm not saying this like I've got all the answers here, but because uh, it bothers you because and it bothers us. It bothers you, Aaron. It bothers Todd because we care about our programs. We care about our kids. We care that our kids are having a good experience. So there it, it starts to grind on you because you care and you want it to be good. But then you have people complaining about something that you feels great. And, and mm-hmm. coaches that care about kids and they're doing the right things, but then you got people coming in and complaining like it's everything's terrible. When really, in reality, if you really did got the the overall data, everybody involved, eighty percent of them are great and they're they're having a good experience. And there's there's a couple people that are just not having fun because they're not getting their way.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: You know, yeah. To, Todd, to your point, I think you I I don't want to lose in this conversation your your first point you made, Todd, and that is. Some we aren't always very good at it because sometimes you know I I talk about it's hard because sometimes somebody can come in and, and their lens is so skewed. Um, sometimes we're so dang arrogant on our end of it that mm-hmm. we don't realize it's our lens that's skewed. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, great, great point. point. We, we got to be open to that. Yep. Yeah.
0: Good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, thanks and, for leading us I, into that, Nate. Good stuff.
2: Yeah, and just to, uh, to also just to echo what you were saying, Aaron, um, especially whenever. You, whenever you guys are developing or implementing new things in your program is probably very similar and for us you know whenever you've had your hands on building something or building this product or and then you get get somebody or feedback and it's not what you expect it's very easy to have a knee-jerk reaction and want to um you know and 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 you want to be right you know you, you want to be happy with what, with what you've built or what your vision is and and so i've it's one thing that i've how to uh, get better with as the, continue, the company continues to grow is get the feedback of the team and know that it's not all going to be. I'm not going to agree with everything, and mm-hmm. and that's a good thing because the, these the, my team that is, is surrounding us, they're they're really really smart. Their feedback matters, and if and if I'm if uh, if they if they've got a difference of opinion, I need to hear it. And what what part of that can I extract to make what I do better?
0: Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Great point. Good point. Yeah. Um, so Nate, you mentioned, as you were introducing yourself, you are a, a multi-sport athlete growing up. Yeah. Um, and, and one of the things we really are we're working hard as ADs here in Iowa and across country is to create programs that have lasting lifelong impacts uh, on, hmm. on the athletes who participate in our program. So what are some lessons you learned from your experiences in high school athletics and high school activities that's that maybe lessons learned from coaches or experiences you've had that have stuck with you um have impacted you now um in in your adult and professional career
2: hmm. that's uh that's great that's a great question um well i mean i think athletics in general is just so important for our youth um the camaraderie the um the uh, competitive nature uh that uh, willingness to, to, to work with a team. I mean, all those are traits that you learn through uh, through playing sports, or at least you know, I did. I think most do. Uh, specifically, I guess I can recall, was, I was 15 years old, I believe, um, and I was trying out for a traveling all-star team. Base, baseball and uh, golf are my two big sports, but mostly baseball. And uh, at the uh, end of practice, it was, it was a big traveling team. I was looking forward to it all year. And at uh, the end of practice, Uh, They separated the kids that uh, were getting cut from the team and then that made the team. And uh, unfortunately, I was standing with the kids that didn't make the team. And uh, as I was walking back to the car with my head down uh, to meet up with my dad, one of the coaches called my name over. So I went back into the dugout and uh, he then explained to me that, uh, you know, I wasn't going to be able to get much playing time, um, might not even play at all. Uh, but if, if you wanted to be on the team, uh, you could be on the team, but don't expect to play. And that was exactly how he laid it out for me. And, uh, and uh, by the time I, – I, of course, I, I get, you know, I'm going to go and uh, I'm going to play. <laughs> I took him up on that of course. And um, by the time the season started, I was actually the, the starting third baseman. Uh, and So, hmm. you know, that helped me teach me work that they'd never give up, resiliency and to believe in yourself. And um, so I think there's um, lessons to be learned in in any sport, and it's just so important.
0: I think the other thing that I take away from that too, Nate, is that coach was honest with you. Yeah, Mm -hmm. he was. And, uh, you know, he, he probably knew you were close, but he was honest with you in the assessment and uh boy well, you took advantage of it but i i think learning that honesty is something that probably stuck with you too if i can put words in your mouth
2: yeah yeah and and looking back at it I'm, i never really viewed it like that Todd. but looking back at it if i would have if i would have been one of the uh one of the kids that was called to stay on the team and i didn't have that reality check and i didn't mm-hmm. i didn't have that um you know that uh that honest conversation with the coach um, Mm -hmm. and uh, then maybe I wouldn't have worked as hard and maybe I would have never worked my way up to starting third baseman. Right. Maybe I would have been right in the pocket. And so um, that's a great, that's a great point.
1: Mm -hmm. Well, Hey Nate, this is Scott again. Uh, This is something we ask a lot of our uh, guests that we have on uh, beyond the bench, but if you could give advice to a young Nate nail, just starting out on your journey, what You're would you tell them, God, like, and what would you possibly do differently? <laughs>
2: what would I do differently? Um, all right. Well, what advice would I give to a young male? Um, other than it's going to take a lot longer and be way more difficult than what you think it's going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. other, other than that. I, uh, I, uh, I think the best advice I would give uh, a young self would be to uh, honestly to focus on happiness uh, outside the business. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the first uh, several years, uh, like I mentioned, we bootstrapped uh, building this thing and uh, it was not an easy road. Uh, mm-hmm. It was a, uh, Actually, it's extremely difficult and very painful at times. To be perfectly honest, mm-hmm. um, and uh, you know, I let my health go a little bit, um, and I shouldn't have. Um, and so, my advice: uh, is let some some good relationships go because I didn't take I didn't invest the time in them that mm-hmm. I should have. Friends and family, and uh, so you know, my advice would probably be to invest energy and resources outside the business. I mean, work isn't everything, and uh, yep. relationships outside of work and Taking care of your health is, uh, is important because at the end of the day, um, you're going to have a successful business, but if you're not healthy and if you're not going to be around to enjoy it, then what's it worth?
0: Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Good point. Well, Nate, the, the last thing we really we, – we like to ask that question uh, reflectively, but then we also like to just kind of get our guest's perspective on, you know, what's your why when when your feet hit the floor in the morning what gets you going and what keeps you going when you're down in the valley a little bit um what's nate nails why yeah that's great it's uh,
2: what 12 so my father passed uh, around 12 years ago or so and uh and he played a, a very significant part um me becoming the man that i am today guys uh, you know uh so i I always wanted to make him proud and Mm -hmm. uh so a few years ago um if i were asked this question i would have said my father without a doubt because uh there was uh i think i've been constantly just trying to do things that would impress him and make him proud
1: Mm -hmm. Uh but
2: so now now my why is even stronger actually and uh and I'm excited to uh, to be a father for the first time myself. My hey, girlfriend. Hey, and all right. Right. Congratulations! Congratulations. Yeah. yeah, thanks. So we're 16 weeks pregnant, and uh, so she and uh, and my family that we're building together now is my why, and it's a very strong one. And, uh, mm-hmm. and so that's that's my why has changed, but uh, but that's my why now. Awesome.
0: That's great. That's great. Aaron Stucker, final thoughts for Nate as we uh, wrap this up tonight.
3: Well, Nate, just uh, I appreciate your time, and, and again, just looking over our notes here, just um, it always amazes me when uh, I know you guys are tied into the athletic world through, through hometown ticketing and, and, and working with us. But just, but your business, um, you know, different than than the education piece to it. But just uh I'm I'm always taken by the the connection. Um, it doesn't matter what your organization is or what your platform is. When it comes to leadership, we have talked about relationships. We have talked about trust. We've talked about feedback and communication, and just how those things. Doesn't matter what the organization is, what your system is. Um, there's those key things that Nate talked about tonight in terms of feedback and communication and, and relationship that, mm-hmm. that bridge all of the bridge all of it, and 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 that's what builds success and what builds continuity in an So Nate, appreciate your thoughts on that tonight.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Darren. And uh, and I appreciate you guys giving me the opportunity to, uh, to get on here and, you uh, know, hopefully uh, this will provide some value for ADs and, um, and it's been, it's been great chat.
0: Yeah. And, uh, Scott Jarvis, final thoughts as we wrap up tonight.
1: Well, Nate, uh, you know, I I've uh, watched your business really almost from the inception on LinkedIn and and I know we connected a number of years ago on LinkedIn, and I've seen your business continue to grow, and, I, and I've loved to see your success. And I love uh, your enthusiasm uh, for what you do, and um, we just really appreciate your partnership with Beyond the Bench and, and hope for uh, many more um, years to come with hometown ticketing and just a continued success for you and, and congratulations on uh, being a father. That will be a life-changing event for you that you will never (laughs) change, you know, never trade for anything in the world. So congratulations.
2: Thanks, Scott. I really appreciate it. And actually, I think now now you you, you jogged my memory. I believe one of our first brochures that we got printed probably two or three years ago, I think we were on the list of people. that was sent out a brochure about yep. like, three years ago. Or I completely
1: not? remember that. Yes. <laughs> nice. That's awesome. <laughs> That's
0: <messed up. laughs> well, yeah, Nate, we appreciate you being on. Um, and I would encourage any of our friends out there that are on LinkedIn, if you haven't connected with Nate Nail, hometown ticketing, uh, do that. You can keep up, keep up with hometown ticketing through Nate's uh, LinkedIn page. Uh, get with them on Twitter. Uh, you'll always find the Twitter link and the Facebook um, Facebook link on our show notes. But connect with Nate on LinkedIn. Uh, he's a great, great follow, great guy to be a part of. And um, like I said, we are just so grateful for Hometown Ticketing for being our first sponsor. And uh, you always remember your first. And we remember. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I love it.
0: so we're we're thankful for you nate you guys
2: are stuck with me i guess right
0: (laughs) (laughs) so checks
1: checks in the mail
0: checks well nate congratulations again on uh your your future family and and being a dad your your life will change in a great way when that happens so uh we look forward to following that progress and and uh catching up with you there too but uh, again we want to thank Hometown Ticketing thank uh, Nate Nail for being with us tonight um, remember you can own your ticketing with Hometown Ticketing and they're the official ticketing partner of VNN Sports and be on the bench so visit www.hometownticketing.com to enroll your school today remember go visit Hometown Ticketing www.hometownticketing.com and uh, I've done my phone call with Mike who is a rep here for Iowa and uh, Green County is going to be joining hometown ticketing in the fall. And uh, we're excited to be, to start that partnership with them as well. So Nate, thanks a lot. Uh, be blessed out there. We wish you nothing but best with hometown ticketing and, and your product. We know it's a great product and uh, any ADs out there, just again, reach out and uh, make a phone call and go through the training and just see what they can do for you. Uh, you won't be sorry. So, Everyone out there, have a great week, and uh, make it a good one. Good luck with your busy schedules, uh, no matter where you're at, but most of all, continue to be blessed.